Good morning. Welcome to Stone United Methodist Church on this special Sunday. It is not only the Godette Sunday, and you say, what's Godette? It's the Sunday we light the pink candle. And it's the Sunday that the children are going to bring the majority of the message. And so, there, we had two mics going at one time. Um, so, we will be preparing with that. Our order of worship will be a little bit different today. So, you'll have to pay attention to the screens to be able to follow along. And our announcements are, there is a... a on Wednesday evening, we will be having a longest night service. And you say, what's a longest night service? Well, not everybody gets excited about Christmas. Maybe something has happened in your life that has been hard and you're just not looking forward to celebrating this year. This is the service for you where you get to acknowledge your, your laments, but we still talk about the hope that we have in Jesus Christ coming into the world. So that's this week. Also on this Saturday, we will be celebrating a Christmas uh, event, a Christmas service at Park uh, Avenue Embassy uh, Home. If you would like to participate in that, it's at 3 o'clock. Anybody is welcome to participate and, and bring the message of Christmas to the folks up there. On Christmas Eve, the 24th, next Sunday, in the morning, we will be having the fourth Sunday of Advent message, and in the evening, we will be having the Christmas Eve service message. So that'll be at 9 o'clock, our normal time in the morning for the fourth Sunday of Advent, and then at 7 o'clock here for the Christmas Eve service. In the meantime, we're gathering up uh, baby items to be able to bring them to the manger in honor of the baby. And these baby items will be donated to the Pregnancy Center of Meadville for young parents and babies that are in need. So if you would like to collect uh, any baby items, that would be great. And we do have a flyer that has a list over here on the table if you're interested in that. So now... Without further ado, if you would please join me for the call to worship. Please rise. Hear the sound of the angels declaring, Fear not, for behold, I bring good news of great joy that will be for all people. Hear the announcement of God's promise delivered. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Hear the song of angels and mankind together praising God. And now we will be having the lighting of our third Advent candle. Um, it will be the Means family that are coming to help light those. Today we light the third Advent candle, the candle of joy, when Mary, the mother of our Lord, visited her kinswoman Elizabeth, Elizabeth's unborn son, John leaped for joy at the sound of Mary's greeting. Elizabeth was filled with joy, knowing that the promised Messiah would soon be born. We too rejoice as we prepare to celebrate our Savior's birth.
opening hymn this morning is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Hark the Herald Angels Sing. You may be seated. Today we start with a meditation. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. We all know the hymn, and it's been a favorite for, of Christians for a long time. In fact, this year marks the 200th, 250th anniversary of the hymn. You may be thinking, that's nice, but what does the song have to do with Christmas. The truth is, the birth of Jesus is God's amazing grace. Jesus is the embodiment of God's undeserved love. That's what grace means. Lying in a manger, sent to save a wretch like me, like you. He came to seek and save the lost. He came to open the eyes of the blind whose vision of God is clouded by, a worldly, by worldly ideals and ungodly ways because of sin. He came to crush fear and restore our reverence and awe of our Heavenly Father. He came to protect us from the power of Satan, who wants to pull us away from God's grace. He came to give hope to the hopeless with a promise of eternal life, with him, where there will be no more crying and pain. And he came to tune our hearts toward him and put a new song in our mouths, a song of praise to our God, a song 
that all who believe in him will sing around his throne in heaven for eternity. So what does the hymn Amazing Grace have to do with Christmas? Everything. Now let's listen to the sweet sound of our children who will proclaim the good news of Jesus' birth, God's amazing grace in a manger. I've been practicing our song all morning. I can't wait. who are too little to be among the clans of Judah. From you shall come forth, for me one who is the ruler of Israel, whose coming forth is from old, from ancient days. Something big is about to happen here, or should I say something small? And God has put everything in place for it to happen. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world which should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered to each his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judah, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was the house of lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, who was with child. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. Here he is, baby Jesus, God's amazing grace in a manger. Our little Jesus is crying. How sweet the sound of this baby's cry. His cry is a reminder that he will suffer the punishment for all people's sin in order to save them. People have wandered from God's grace because of their sin. And they're blind to God's goodness and don't know how desperately they need him. But this child has come to open their eyes and lead them back to, to God's loving arms where they, where they will be safe forever. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf, deaf unstopped, and the ransom of the Lord shall return to come to Zion with singing.
In the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. I kind of hate sneaking up on them like this. Aren't we going to scare them? An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. I told you so. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. The shepherds will get to see just how precious God's amazing grace is when they made the baby. Jesus is the one who has the power to crush everyone's fears. Instead, they will learn what it's like to live in awe of God's mighty power and un unconditional love. Pretty soon, all of Bethlehem will hear the good news. When they saw Jesus, they had made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child, and all who had heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all of these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been untold to them. Now the congregation would join us in O Little Town of Bethlehem. Look, it's God's special star.
Look, it's God's special star that he sent to lead other people to Jesus. And, they, and there they are, the wise men from the Far East. Behold, wise men from the East came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. God wants people everywhere to know Jesus as their Savior. What amazing grace. The wise men had a long, hard journey to Bethlehem, but they're not alone. That's for sure. Our enemy Satan, who broke ranks from our army of God's angels, fights hard to keep people away from God. He's changed the whole course of their journey. He's, he's the one who first tempted people to sin which led all people to some very dark, scary places. But, just like that star, Jesus is God's light that has come to protect people from Satan's power and lead them safely to live in God's grace. Like the prophet Isaiah said. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will rise upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you. Look, the wise men had made it safely to Jesus. Yes, and because Jesus is God's amazing grace that protects, all people can safely come to him. And the word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and the world became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as only the Son of the, from the Father, full of grace and truth. As amazing as the birth of Jesus, it also seems, well, ordinary. I mean, look at this place. It's just a stable with smelling animals. God's Son left his glorious peace in heaven for this not good. And this is just the beginning. Jesus will have to give up so much more, even his own life. You know he came to die on a cross. But that is what is so amazing about God's grace. Jesus humbled himself and sacrificed everything in order to save people from the sin and interior death they deserved. Jesus sacrificed secured in real hope God's people. He freed them from sin so they can enjoy the goodness of in this life and forever. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace.
Savior would come from the family line of King David. That's the family Mary belongs to, but she's just an ordinary girl, not royalty. She must have been really surprised to learn that she was, she was chosen to be God, Jesus' mother. You will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. I guess Mary isn't so ordinary after all. For to us a child is born, to us his son is given. Of the incredible of his government of, and of his peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, it, to establish it and uphold it with Jesus in righteousness from this time forth and for, for, for more, furthermore. aren't the only ones in tune. Jesus has come to tune the hearts and songs of people everywhere to prize God. Jesus overcame the dangers, tolls, and snares of the world so that even in times of trouble, those who trust in Jesus can sing his praise. And its song 
It's a song that will never end. People from every nation will join us around Jesus' throne in heaven, singing praise to him forever. I looked and behold, a great multitude that no one could number, from every nation, from all tribes and people and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, crying out with a loud voice, Salvation becomes to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing there around the throne, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Please join us in singing Joy to the World. Thank you so much, everybody. Um, just we're getting ready to take our tithes and our offering. Um, so it's one of our ways that we say thank you to God for the blessings that He has has brought to us. So. behind. We're supposed to be there by the end of December and we're already running late. Well, I don't really trust that Herod guy. He seems kind of creepy to me. Yeah, I don't either. In fact, I had a dream last night that we were to go back home by a different route and bypass that gate. Are you sure we're still following the same star that we were following when we started? Of course I'm sure. I am right, you know. Yeah, but your wife told me that you would rather ride your camel around
stinks. <laughs> hey, guys, have you heard this one? Why did the camel cross the sand dune? I don't know, Mel. Why did the camel cross the sand dune? To get to the other side. Oh, ha, ha. <laughs> 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 All right, we wasted enough time. Let's go. Wait. Oh, no, I've lost my myrrh. What? I've lost my myrrh. Well, if I knew that, then I wouldn't. It wouldn't be lost, now, would it? Well, what are we going to do now? We just can't show up with gold and frankincense. Why not? Can someone out there help us out? Can someone look up Matthew two eleven, please? Gee, I can't believe we lost your mark. I lost my mark. Has anyone found this picture yet? You know, I think you would lose your head if. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures, and they presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Okay, we must have myrrh. I have an idea. There are probably a lot of people out there that sell perfume, lotions, and things like that. Why not just use some of the gold and buy some essential oils? Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, gifts for the Christ child. Put your donations in the plate. Money for Mar. And don't forget, Caesar will consider it tax deducted. Well, we'll thank the, the wise guys for coming to visit us once again. And now it's time for our tithes and our offering.
to be loved by you. And so today we bring back these tithes and offerings and an acknowledgement of gratitude for the love that you give to us. Bless them and bless all those who have heard your word this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Can I have yours, please? Thank you. Thank you. You may be seated. Well, this morning I have a very short message for you because of the wonderful job that the, the, the young ones had brought to us. But I do want to share with you this morning Luke uh, chapter 1, 39 through 45, the light of grace from, from Elizabeth. And so the words read, in, these day, in those days Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me, that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Pray with me. Lord God, I thank you today that you have come into this place. And I pray that you speak through me and in spite of me this morning. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So these two women come together, and I want you to understand that Elizabeth was a good priest's wife. Now, you probably have this image, and I think it's kind of ironic that I'm saying it this way, but we all know what a good pastor's wife looks like, right? Uh, a pastor, I know, here I am, right? Uh, okay, so a good pastor's wife, she supports the pastor in any way that she can and, and is usually one who works with the uh, United Methodist women or the women in faith, right? Yeah, okay, does the Bible studies, does some Sunday school things, all those kinds of, of little things. Well, that would have been what Elizabeth was like for Zechariah, if you remember from a couple weeks ago, was one of the priests. However, it was a shame back in those days that if you did not have children, then it brought shame to not only you but to your husband. And so for all these years, she was not able to have any children. And now here she is. She's six months along. And she's pregnant with John the Baptist. Okay? Remember, prepare the way of the Lord. Prepare the way of the Lord. That's what Advent's all about. Well, when Mary comes to see her, at this point, Mary is three months along. And as soon as she comes in the house, the Holy Spirit comes over Elizabeth fills her with the Holy Spirit, and John the Baptist leaps for joy in her, in her belly. Now think about that. Think about that. He's already, while in utero, announcing the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Whew. Now, th those of us who have had children, we could probably say that we kind of started getting to know the personality of our children before they ever entered into this world. But John the Baptist, from the time he was conceived, they knew what his purpose in the world was to be, to prepare the way of the world. And so Elizabeth, Elizabeth is excited that she is getting to greet the mother of God. Did she know that it was going to be Mary? No, not until Mary came into the house at that very moment. There's a lot of things in life that we're not prepared for. And there's a lot of joyful things 
that we have to experience in life. But sometimes we're not looking for joy, are we? You know, joy is one of those things that you have to seek. It doesn't just always happen to you. Oh, we can find all kinds of gloom and doom in the world, right? But to find joy and to know that that joy is from the Lord. Now, see, that is special. And so when when Elizabeth experiences Mary coming in, being pregnant with Jesus, the Lord, the King of Kings, the Prince of Peace, She is filled with the Holy Spirit, the very breath of God, and knows that she is in the presence of him. How great is that? Did you know that you're in the presence of God today? Are are you feeling that experience? Did you experience that when the kids were bringing the message to us today? Did you experience the, the joy that comes when you come into the sanctuary, into the Lord's house, and be able to praise his name? And have you experienced joy as you have gone out of these doors and offered a kind smile or holding the door open for somebody or just simply wishing them Merry Christmas? You see, if you look for the positive things and and dive into the positive things, those are where we find joy in the Lord. Let us pray. Lord God, I thank you today for this moment that we have been able to share in Elizabeth's story. But I also thank you, Lord, as we prepare our hearts for the way of the Lord, that you did send us hope and peace and joy. We pray today that we all get to experience that in your holy love. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our joys and concerns this morning that were shared with us in the offering plate. There is a friend by the name of Roy in North Carolina that's having a triple bypass this week. And so we pray for him. We pray for Winona, who is in Hammett, recovering from a severe fall. We also pray for Dale, who fell and broke his hip, and surgery went well, and he is, in, he is recuperating here in Meadville. And we also pray for those who are experiencing toil, turmoil this Christmas, whether it be with family or within their marriage, and praying for healing for those who are in turmoil. And with that, we will sing our, or we're just going to go right into praying because of our time, okay? So let us pray. Lord God, today as we have entered this place, we know that your amazing grace is here. And as we prepare our way for Jesus Christ, We don't just prepare for this little baby who came 2,000 years ago, but we prepare for his coming once again. Lord, get our hearts ready. And even if we're finding it to be lackluster this year, Lord, may we still hold on to the hope that we have in Jesus. May we find peace in his love and in the joy of what his coming means. Today, Lord God, we pray for those who find themselves in in turmoil. And we pray for the service this week that will be cathartic for those who are grieving or finding themselves in loss or hurt or dismay. We pray for Winona and her healing, Lord, We pray for her broken bones to be mended. We pray for Dale and his hip. And we pray for strength and and healing for him. And we also pray for Roy this morning, who's having a a triple bypass. Lord, we pray that you mend his, his heart back together again. We pray all these things knowing that there is hurt in this world. All we have to do is watch the news. 
Some people are hurting so much, Lord, that, well, they don't know where to turn. And so I pray, Lord God, that somebody reaches out to them or they reach out to somebody that they can call a friend, go to the hospital and receive help. In the news this week, we've had tragedies. Tragedies of those who have taken their lives. We've had tragedies of war in Gaza and in Israel. Tragedies in the Ukraine and Russia. Tragedies in our own backyard. For those who are victims, Lord, we pray for peace. And for those who are perpetrators, Lord, we pray for, for repentance and peace. Lord, we know that there is grace because you sent Jesus into this world. And because of that, we know that we live in and through him. And so in and through him, we pray the prayer that he taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven... Hallowed be thy way, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Our closing hymn today is All Earth is Waiting, verses 1 through 3. It's number 210, or it'll be on your screen. Number 210 are on the screens, and if you're able, I invite you to stand. So action steps this morning. Well, first of all, there's a treat for the children in Miller Parlor. So if you take your kids back to Miller Parlor, you are welcome to pick up that treat for all the kids. And we have many services this week. We need people who could, would be willing to read or to help or to light a candle next week. All those kinds of things come to, come to embassy to be able to share with that and, and bring Christmas joy to folks that are there. But bring Christmas joy to you as well in your heart. Know that Christmas joy is alive and well because Jesus is alive and well. And if you take that into your heart, then that's contagious. A better contagion than flu or COVID for sure, right? But it's contagious. I'd rather spread that around than anything else. Not just at Christmas, but every day. In the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. <laughs> 